0: Tere Peoples is a minister of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, a published author of Journey, The Road to Empowerment, the founder and CEO of The Rose House Incorporated, and Life Coach. However, her first and greatest roles are that of a wife and mother. Tere and her husband Fred live in Omaha, Nebraska with their four children, Elise, Alyssa, Princeton, and Carrington, where they have served in local ministry for over 18 years. Tere has served as the Praise and Worship leader for 12 years and has recorded two gospel releases, I Am a Woman and Holy Spirit. As worship leader, she traveled the country encouraging the hearts of God's people with her unique anointing and worship style. Currently, Tere's mission is to help women increase confidence, live in forgiveness, and pursue purpose. She does this through her nonprofit organization, The Rose House Incorporated which assists over 700 single mothers in their community, as well as her I Am Woman Empowerment Network. Tere offers one-on-one group coaching for women who desire to discover their authentic selves in God. Teray is absolutely awesome, and I'm truly excited to have her for today's masterclass. Afternoon, TMCBC ladies. We are so glad and honored that you, Minister Teray Peoples, are virtually here with us this afternoon to share mm-hmm. some of that wisdom that you've gained in this life. Um, I feel like one of the biggest things we can do as people, especially as women, um, is pour into one another. Yeah, and that's why this masterclass is so special. Um, I know I just shared your bio and given that given all that you've accomplished and are doing can you tell me what is that one thing that makes teray
1: feel like her best self you know first before i answer that i have to say thank you for having me i'm so excited to be here um you know over the years the one thing that makes teray feel her best is when i am completely centered with god when I know that I am valuing our relationship by spending time with him, by being intentional about the time that I spend, that's when I feel like I'm at my best. Um, first thing in the morning when I get up and I speak to him and I'm talking to him and we're we're worshiping and singing to, together is when I feel like I'm at my best. So, um, yeah, that's when I feel like I'm at my best.
0: Okay, good, good. Mm -hmm. All that you are doing right now with with your life coaching and the Rose House, um, specifically, why do you think personal empowerment for women is
1: so important? You know, personal empowerment is important because we can we watch other people do life, right? We see other people going on and doing all of these great things, and sometimes I think we can become so enamored in what everyone else is doing that we put ourselves. To the wayside, right? We put ourselves on the back burner. And it's so important that you invest in yourself because nobody else is going to invest in you. If you do not believe in yourself, believe in what you carry, believe in who you are, the anointing, the gifting, the callings, the purpose that God has placed on your life, you can't expect anybody else to do it. So you have to find those things that speak life to you, right? Whether that is whether that is a book. I always have a book that I'm reading that is strengthening me because as much as I do, I can't give out from an empty place. I have to make sure that I'm full. I have to make sure that I have something that is in my arsenal so that when I need to reach in and I can pull it out and I can do like David said, I can encourage myself in the Lord, right? So self-empowerment is so vitally important because you are equipping yourself. To be empowered means to equipped with tools, right? tools that you can use to apply to your life. So if you are not empowering yourself, you have no tools to use. You have no arsenal to pull from. You're empty. You're deficit. So you have to make those deposits for yourself. Don't wait on anybody else to make those deposits for you. You have to make those deposits for yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I know, um,
0: one of the things you mentioned was about just pouring into ourselves and making sure that we're constantly full. And I tell people that all the time at work, I'm like one thing I want you to do every day is come in here and just be full. And they're like, what? Yes. <laughs> so I had to explain it from the standpoint of, Hey, you know, I need you full in order for you to pour out everything that you have in you giving that 100% your best. Yes. So thank you for that. Yes. Um, I know with everything that you have worked on recently with, the Rose House,
1: what exactly has your faith walk taught you? My faith walk has taught me, especially with the Rose House, is that God sees everything. He mm. sees everything. He knows everything. And he knows best. Mm. Um, so let me share a little a, a little testimony with you regarding the Rose House. In 2019, this time, 2019, I was fit to be tired. Okay. We had our second office location. It was the biggest lo- office that we had ever had. And I mean, I had a clothing closet. I had a food pantry. I had a diaper pantry. I had a resource room. I had reception area, my own office, two bathrooms. I mean, it was like that was it, right? That was the space that things were going to take off, right? Yeah. And in 2019, this month in December, we had to close that office. Now, mind you, it was our second office location that we had to close because at that time I couldn't pay anybody to come and get anything or receive support from me. I was like, God, what is going on? And all I heard him say was, Torey, I need you to rest because soon you won't be able to. I was like, God, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm... You call me away from my corporate job, you know, two years prior to that, and I've, I've been working this. What do you mean I need to rest? I did not know that a global pandemic was around the corner. That's mm, right. December 2019 shut everything down and fast forward March 2020. I'm literally laying in my bed doing nothing. The world shuts down and God says, go get those diapers, go get those wipes and go to your pastors and ask them to use one of the children's church classrooms. When the word got out that we were there within two weeks, there was a line wrapped around the building waiting for the services that we had. God was setting me up to be an answer to a problem in the earth in that moment. And I said, God, you know better than I do when I don't understand it. God, you see exactly what I'm going through. And we went from 50 participants to over 400 participants in 2020. Absolutely amazing. Such a blessing. That is awesome. Yes. So that has just taught me that even when I don't see it, I know he's working. Even when I don't feel it, I know he's working. When I can't trace him, I have to trust his character. I have to trust that he is still working things out in my favor, in my favor. I feel like somebody needs to hear that, that God is still working things out in your favor, even when you don't see them, because trust me, we can't depend on our feelings because the Bible says that our heart is deceitful amongst all things, right? It's deceitful, our feelings deceive us, so we can't lean over to our feelings. We have to lean more into the character and nature of God and who He said that He would be. The promises of God are yes and amen. So, in that time, in my faith walk, in this whole journey, I have to remember that He gave me the vision, therefore, He's going to provide the provision, and He sees, He knows. That was the end from the beginning yeah. right and everything in between so just trust him lean into his character right right because yeah. that wave walk
0: ultimately is how you got through that particular season because i can Absolutely. i mean i can just imagine everything was cloudy you're just like wait a minute i saw this thing and yes, now sir. you're taking it away and now what am i gonna do
1: and it's and- whoo- not an overnight thing this wasn't that god gave me a dream one day. And then it's like, boom, okay. The next month I started working. No, God gave me the idea for the Rose House 21 years ago. It'll be 21 years. um, It was 21 years ago in maybe March. Was it March of this year? I believe it was March of this year that it was 21 years ago when God gave me this vision. My testimony is I was a pregnant college dropout and I had to move back home. And my mother was very well known. My family was very well known in the church denomination that we were in at that time. So, you know, that was just not what you did, you know. Right. And I came home and I remember going to an agency. I had a horrible day that day. Um, I was already feeling worse and they made me feel worser, if that's a word. And and, so, (laughs) so I had a horrible day. They made me feel worse. And I I just remember, I didn't want anybody to feel that that way. I didn't want anybody else to feel the way I was feeling in that moment. And I remember what I know now was that I was led to go sit at the computer by Holy Spirit, sit down and begin to type out the mission and vision of the Rose House. Mm -hmm. And it took almost, it was 17, 17, 18 years before we've had our first real event. And That was in 2018. We had our first driver driving giveaway. And that's God. God showed me in that moment that this is what I was preparing you for that whole time. This is what I was preparing you for. And now today to sit and have a roster of over 700 women that I get to minister to. That get to walk through the doors of my organization. That's why it took 20 years for it to come to pass. because it was so much bigger than me. And there was a lot of development and a lot of growth that I needed to do in order to be able to rightly handle his roses that he was sending to me.
0: Amen. Amen. That is awesome. That is such a blessing. I think one of the things that we have to remember is that God's purpose for our life doesn't have a time Mm -hmm. right Right? It's like we have to walk in that and figure out what that is. He puts it there, yes. right? We just yes. have to truly follow it. Yes. Yes, he does. Yes. So tell me a little bit more about kind of how um, this purpose has just not just impacted the women and what you can provide them with, but more about that spiritual journey of, of um, how they're able to learn and glean
1: from you. Right. So all of our moms come in and the Bible says first the natural and then the spiritual, right? You can't give someone spiritual food if they are starving naturally. Mm. You have to know how to meet them where they are and meet the needs that they have. Because the moment that you show them that you care about what they're physically going through, then they'll want to hear something more from you. So. Every mom that comes in, she gets her practical needs met first. And then before she leaves our doors, every mom has an opportunity to have a moment with Jesus. Every single one of them. We give them an opportunity, and I ask each of them, Can I pray for you? Can I pray for you today? And I don't care if I prayed for you 10 times before, can I pray for you today? And we stop and we give them the opportunity to pray and all of them say yes. I've only had a couple that have have um, said no. One was just because her heart her heart is hard and she really doesn't understand um, that we're just there because we love her. And then there was another one. She just didn't speak good English. So she didn't understand what I was saying, (laughs) you know. Um, But um, with that, we give them an opportunity Every Each and every rose that comes through our doors, we give them the opportunity to have a moment with Jesus. But not only that, I have a mentorship program and I invite them to come and join the mentorship program. And all I do is that I look into a camera and I just speak to them and I empower them for that day. What is the Lord speaking to my heart that day that I can share with them to help get them through their day? Right. Sometimes you just need somebody That's there with you every day to say, I'm praying for you. Listen, if no one has told you, remember, I love you and that I'm praying for you and I am believing the Lord for the very best for your life. Yes. Yes. And
0: I love the way that you have used one of the things that you probably wish you would have received during that particular time in your life to now impact so many other women. I think that's absolutely beautiful. Yes. Um, I know right now we're in a season of you know, in which season speaking figuratively, um, and literally mm-hmm. is that during this particular season of Christmas and in the fall and then winter, and, you know, it's a season in which grief and depression and loneliness mm-hmm. can be extremely heavy. And I know that, um, for women, moms, sisters, who whoever, every woman, um, It might just be extremely heavy for us. Mm -hmm. So what advice can you give to us, to women, on how to live fully and faithfully despite anything
1: that might be going on in our lives? You know, you have to remember that you are not in this alone. That's the one thing that the enemy wants you to believe is that you are all by yourself, that you are completely alone, that there's nobody with you. But you have to remember that the Lord said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Mm -hmm. I will be with you until the end of the age. Now, there may be times of where you do feel lonely, but you're not alone. You're not by yourself. And I would suggest, especially in times like these, that you have to make the effort to reach out to other people. It is just as simple as sending a text message or picking up the phone and making a phone call. I know we don't like making phone calls today, you know, but um, it's that simple. The Bible says if you want friends, you have to first show yourself friendly, right? So you have to be intentional about your actions. You can't expect someone to know what they don't know. If they don't know that you're feeling lonely in that moment, then, They wouldn't know to pick up the phone and call you. So you have to make it, make the effort, put forth the effort, then constantly be in prayer, be in communication with the one who wants to talk back to you. Right. The book of Ezra says that he not only is the God who hears, but he's also the God who answers. He answers. Right. So when we talk to him, he will send us an answer whether that answer is that still small voice that we listen for, or if that answer is you picking up a book and and reading something, a passage in the scripture, or um, you, you might be watching a television show and the Lord might speak to you regarding something that you asked and spoken to him about. So you have to remember that you have to make the effort and just find something funny. You know, my husband is the clown of all clowns, right? So, it's it was it was nice having being able to be with him and you know hear him make jokes or whatever find something funny to watch you have to keep yourself in a positive Um, in a positive posture so that you don't allow yourself to fall over into um, depression and into, you know, anxiety, right? So you have to, you you have to do something. You can't wait for anyone else to do it. I know I said that before, but you can't wait for anyone else to do it. You have to do it. So if you're finding yourself that you're lonely, spend time in prayer, spend time in his word, find something joyful that is going to reignite that joy within you to help you overcome in this season. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Um, And then one last
0: question before we get out of here, um, because I don't want to take up too much of your time. And I know we have some things to get back to with our social. Um, But with you and um, your life coaching right now, can you give us some final life coaching tips that'll just help us as we approach the other side of the season and go into
1: 2022? Yes. Now, listen, I've been talking a lot about this, especially with my mentorship, ladies. Um, There are still days left in 2021. At the beginning of the year, the Lord told me that we were going to optimize 2021. And when we optimize, we make the best and most effective use of of a time, situation, opportunity or resource. Right. So these days still have opportunity in them. These days still have purpose, I believe, because uh, our culture and society tells us this is Christmas time. So we focus on Christmas and then we skip Christmas and go right into the new year. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we really December kind of gets the bad rap. Right. We're really not preparing and we're really not um, um, positioning ourselves for what is to come. My former pastor said it this way. How you end a thing is how you begin a thing. So, you need to make sure that how you are ending 2021 is setting you up for success for what 2022 has to come. So, remember that these days still have purpose in them. Ask God to show you what He doesn't want you to carry into 2022. Because once you're in there, you can't remove what you've already taken in, right? So, let's get rid of the bad, let's get rid of the negative, let's put ourselves in a better mindset. And position ourselves to really hear from God so that when 2022 does come, that we're already ready, that we're prepared, right? So make sure that you are optimizing the last few days of 2021. I like it. I love it. Absolutely. Thank you so much,
0: Tere. Um, I I truly appreciate you sharing a portion of yourself, a portion of your journey and your story um, for our TMCBC Women's Holiday Social, Um, I don't know why a masterclass came to me, but I think this is one of those things that I want to do more often than not, because I think it's important, like I said, as women to pour into one another. And we're so uh, truly blessed and thankful for your gift of life and your purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, So I truly appreciate you. Um, I'm going to make sure that we look into making sure that the Rose House gets from us and our women's ministry, and I truly, I truly thank you, and God bless you, Teray. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Thank you, Sarah. So